You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Don't make me lose sleep tonight over my vocabulary. Like, that's it's just not, how It's it beyond is. vocabulary. That's like punctuation. That's sentences. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Today, we're opening up with 
a very delicious wine from someone I could say is my Napa friend when she is in town, even though it's very rare. Danica Patrick sent us her wine, Somnium, and it is a Cabernet. We're drinking the 2019 from here in Napa Valley. It's incredible. Danica has a personality that I feel like anything she does, like it has to be the best. It has to be top notch. I agree. And this is definitely it. So her wine. Yeah. So her wine making career is just as good as her race car driving. Right. And I thank you, Danica. Thank you. And I because you showed me the gift set you just got from her. I love how much meaning she has with everything. So with the candles and the label, and because we know she's really spiritual, I thought that was really beautiful. I liked that. I will say this. So it was so cute. Seeing the wine bottle, the candle. I'm going to put it up on my social media so you guys will check it out. And I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, not only did it look beautiful, but Nicole, I lit the candle and it's probably the best smelling candle. And you know me. Of I'm course. Like snob. I said, if she's going to do it, she's, she's going to make the best. Yeah. And she did do it with very beautiful meaning. And um, we're going to have to get her on the podcast. I, I did her podcast. You've been saying this, by the I way. Know. And I will say when I did her podcast, I loved it because we got into a deep talk, but a lot with spirituality and faith and stuff. But I think it was probably interesting for people here. You know, Danica Patrick, who's in a tough industry, you know, right. you think of race car driving, Brie Bella wrestling. And yet we are, you know, talking about spirituality and wine and all those things. Hey, but, you know, fun. it goes just along with like Lindsay Vaughn, like what I love, especially even about Danica, we're all like badass women that are tomboys, but like sexy tomboys. Like we really embrace our feminine side. And then also we all have this like spirituality to us. So, but, you know, Brie. Okay. So we popped this bottle on Saturday and we're popping it again today. But in between Saturday and today, we had a really fun Sister Sunday. I have to say we did. I mean, okay. We went all aboard on that train and it was the <laughs> Sister Sunday Bella train. Oh, wait, can I do this, please? Yeah. All aboard Sister Sunday. No. I don't know. I we, you guys, we got wild on the good. train. Thank you. And we got very wild. So if you haven't done it yet. When you come to Napa Valley, you have to make time and do the Napa Valley wine train. You can actually see them at wine train. Yeah. So very easy, So, but it is fine. Now this train is from 1964, right? I believe it started. Oh girl. It's, I don't know. It's old fashioned. This was a legitimate running train and they preserved the history and you feel like you're going back in time of like, oh, my gosh, this is how they dined on a train. And this is how they did this on a train. And you just you feel really what is it? Pretty savvy and snobby. And, See, sometimes no. <laughs> in my life, I want a couple snobby moments where I could dress up and just have my chin a little higher than it is up in the air. I think you and I treat it more snobby. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah, everyone was relaxed, but I went full. No, but then there were some groups that were like dressed up yeah. and then some go super cash. But Brie and I were like, no, we're going to put on what we feel is train attire. Oh, yeah. But, I pulled but out company. the vintage Chanel. I know. Girl, you were looking good. Thank you. When you sent me the photo of what you were going to wear, I was going to wear something different. But I was like, well, I need to put on black and white. Yeah. I need that same vibe. It was fun, though. And, you know, I think the neat part of it, if you do come to wine country, is how much of the wine country you get to see. It's cool that you're going through all the little towns. 
and it's you're sitting, you're relaxing, you're having some food, some beverages, the music's good. I mean, that's like, that's a fun thing to do. But no, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It's definitely a must. And what I like is we found out there's a Regency train and it's a smaller train. So only three cabooses, I think what you say. And they actually do wait, two wait, wait, wine wait. tasting. I thought spots. the caboose was the last one. Yeah. Then what's in the middle? Boxcars. But that's not how they say it. I think they say boxcars and then it's the caboose. Really? And the engine, right? Or no, 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 no. We'll just go with cabooses. I like that better. Well, wait, wait, wait. Bella Brains, where's Brian when we need him? Why are we going to go with what you think? Because it just sounds better. I don't think it does. I think it's the caboose. Boom. No, you're right. There's only one. That's why people call their butts cabooses because it's like what's in the back. Oh, is that a fact? What do you mean? Is that a fact? Yeah. Caboose is in the back. It's the last thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. I know you said that. Okay. But I just don't know the name of the middle one. So I'm just calling them cabooses. Oh, man. I don't even know if that's word, but guess what? Today it is. Today it is on the Bella's podcast. And I really love our sister Sundays. They're just so fun. Right. Like, and we stopped at Don Giovanni's after because I was like, I need some carbs before I go home. We shared a pasta and a pizza and mm. Mm-mm-mm. So can I just say you ate the pizza? I ate the pasta. I don't think we really shared when I think about it. Oh, my gosh. And not because you ate all the you... clams in the pasta. I know, but that's what all I'm of saying is I looked it up and I saw I you smashed the pizza I and w- I smashed the pasta. Right. But I wish I actually took a photo of Bree's plate of clam shells. Oh, my God. And she goes, oh, sorry. Uh, did you want any clams? I was like, well, I was afraid my finger would get bit off if I <laughs> attempted to grab one. So now I'm cool. You know what I, I thought say? about it? Actually, when I was have you guys ever done this in bed last night? I actually thought about did people watch Brie and I eat at Donji's because we scarfed, inhaled. And do you guys ever leave dinner where you're with a group of people? Maybe you're buzzing dirty dozen and well, hopefully not dozen, but you're just buzzing a little. And you all of a sudden are like, how did I eat in front of those people? Did I oh, yeah. scarf? Did I have it all over my face? Did I breathe? I've done that so many times. Yeah, but I also I get think about that when I'm sober too. And I will say it's funny because um, I don't know if it's when you're taken. So maybe when you're single, you'll stop and you kind of think about eating like you're cute, you're dainty True. because maybe a man's looking at you or a woman or something, right? Yeah. Maybe when you're like, hitched like boyfriend or you're married or engaged, whatever it is, you don't care because you're like, you're like, daddy's daddy ain't looking at yeah, me he's not here right now. now. I'm going to get as bloated as I want yeah. and I'm going to get it on my chin. I mean, Brie, when it I came home, I realized it was on my sleeves and on my shirt I know. pasta sauce. And I'm like this. How did I eat? Yeah. And the pizza. And I'm sure when I'm buzzed, like a man's looking at me, I'm like, oh, yeah, you think I'm cute? It's like, no, he's looking at you being or, like, damn, you're going to take a breath. Yeah, right. <laughs> or honestly, right. Or when I asked for a to go box because I wanted to take some of the pizza home. And by the time they brought the to go box back, I finished the pizza. And I was like, um, never mind. Yeah, they were like, gosh, we knew we, we knew, knew. We that's why we didn't it. offer the way you were going, girl. Yes. That sister grub day. That's what I'm going to start to call it instead of sister Sunday. It's no, we all never change sister Sunday. I really needed that sister Sunday after my crazy Friday. All you moms out there know that it's really every day is a crazy day with your kids. But mine was like on a whole different level because Brian, you know, was gone. He had the pay-per-view. So 
I'm used to doing the mornings alone, but you know when like everyone's bad, buddy, birdie, the Frenchies, no one's listening, everyone's spilling things. Then this is the greatest. So I'm just trying to breathe it in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking. I don't know. Deep. I think you were trying to breathe it out. Yeah. Well, I should have breathed. Well, I did breathe it out in the end, like fire, like a big dragon. Oh, well, that's not too productive. So we're late for school. And I'm just seeing the minutes. And if you're 10 minutes late, doors locked. Sorry, your kid ain't going to school today. And we all know kids going to school. Oh, yeah. I've rushed. You got to see how I rushed out the door. I mean, I didn't even wash my face. I can't even think about how I looked. Rush out the door. I open up the car door to put Buddy in his car seat and his car seat isn't there. Oh, God. And you just know that feeling. And I'm going, wait, I'm already late. I don't have time to put in a car seat. Now, I'll be honest. But- did it, for like a second, did you think maybe if I just sit, put him on my lap? <laughs> Girl, you know, I did. I didn't even think lap. I'm like, uh, can I just buckle him in? Oh, my and gosh. I'd wait. I don't know. I was thinking of I didn't. But instead, I go, OK, kids, I had to get them all back in the house. I can't leave them out there by themselves. No. Get them all back in the house. I sprinted like it was that shop. What was that grocery sweep where they're all throwing yeah. groceries in the shopping cart? Yeah, girl, I ran through the house like that. I ran in the garage, grabbed it, ran. And then, you know, the Frenchies, they like, jump oh, on me. Attacking. Like, yeah. I mean, I felt like it's like this obstacle course. Then I run back to the minivan. I get it in. And the one thing would not like get clipped in. Finally, get it. Get the kids in. Birdie's just on me about listening once again to Encanto. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know about that, mm-hmm. but we made it. Like two minutes to spare. Wow. Sweating. I mean, I had the eye boogers. I had everything going on. It was awful. I do feel like you lately have really hinted at me not to have another child. I feel like it's because your household's been beyond chaotic. Well, you know what it is? It's when you're doing it alone too, but you know what it is? It's the fighting that is really getting to me. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I look at them. I, I felt bad even this morning. I go, you guys, can we just have a morning where we, you know, we, right. we aren't fighting. And buddy looks at me. He's like, nah, 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 nah. I mean, yeah. And 18 months is like, oh, mom wants to enjoy a morning. And like, he doesn't even know what that means. But like, I just like we have toys and they always want the same toy. They want the same food. They want the same crayon. I mean, I'm just at this point where I'm just like, we got to I got to talk to someone because we got to redo this all. Like, this isn't how the mornings should be every morning. The fighting. No, it's just great. Someone cries every morning. Someone cries every morning. Yeah. Did you imagine that? That's how you start a day with somebody upset at someone. I can't imagine that when Mateo goes down for a nap that I have another kid awake because even nap time or bedtime, I'm like, it's my time, like my time. So you don't get that because no. it's not like Birdie's taking it. Oh, no, Birdie looks. Or Birdie's going like, to bed. I walk out of Buddy's room and she looks at me. She's like, he's down. Let's do arts and crafts. And yeah. then I'm painting hearts. And I know you guys are dinosaurs. like, I mean, it's like the Michael store in your house. I mean, you guys are arts and crafting it every like day, times a day. <laughs> because I don't want them to ask me for TV. No. It's so smart. I know I have to like just have like one thing after another, a game plan. I love it. So, you know. And if everyone saw on social, I co-hosted the Daily Pop on E this whole past week, which I loved it. It was so much fun. Yeah, I loved watching you because I was always mom was so nervous, like you were going to say something like sexual. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I know. (laughs) Everyone, I feel like it's nervous, like as they're doing the countdown to live and everyone's staring at me like, what is she going to say? But no, I absolutely loved it. But Terry Hutcher, who I'm obsessed with, and we're going to party with her and her daughter at Bottle Rock. I can't wait. And we actually should bring her on the podcast because she's just Hollywood. Like you forget, Terry. I mean, she's Lois. She's 
You know Lois, what I mean? She's a housewife. She's yeah. Aw. But, you know, she was saying that, that she was very strict with that with her daughter. And, you know, her daughter is now a writer in Hollywood. And she just said it reminds me a lot of Birdie. Like she would do all those things. And she didn't do her career for years because, you know, she was hands on mom. Um, but how much like her daughter had an imagination and knew what it was like to be bored and knew it was like to do like all these things, which is like arts and crafts. So I think I mean, it's amazing that you yeah. do all that. And I definitely when I tried doing arts and crafts with Teo, but he ends up just eating the markers. So I'm like, I'm he's too young no, but for they this. Have, like kid stuff. And, you know, I got like the kid finger paint and buddy. Yeah, but to do you told me now. about those kid markers, Brie, and he's still like sucking on them. I'm like, I don't care what kid proof it is. That's so not good. Well, see, buddy watches bird. So yeah. he wants to do what birdie does. Teo, I hand it to him and I tried. I even grab his hand and make him do circles or hearts or whatever. And then immediately when I take my hand off, he's just putting it in his mouth. Well, the minute birdie ever tells Brian and I she's bored, I go, OK, I have an activity. Let's clean out your room of all your toys and let's go give them away. She's like, I'm not bored. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a good one. I mean, I will definitely do that when it comes to that. Well, and you sure. know, buddy's into helping cleaning like he yeah. was folding laundry early, trying to fold laundry. He helps me unload the dishwasher. I'm like, I hope we keep this going. You yeah, know? totally. I feel like if someone's doing a drinking game and they had a drink every time we said, you know, or just know, oh they'd be God. wasted already. That's awesome. We should invent that. Also, I was thinking, you know, we have that drinking game um, because I'm a mom. So I think a new one is for you. I would like to say you don't realize it. And look, girl. I podcast with you. So I know you want to say a lot, but you always feel the need to go. So I just like to say, say it all. It's but all good. You maybe, don't have to always say that, but maybe because, and the listeners probably feel me is because you're always saying something. So maybe I'm like, look, real quick, real no, quick. Let look, me talk girl. real quick, real quick. So what you all don't see, which we are going to have to do one time, like a clip of this. But so our producer, David taught Bree and I would put two fingers on our chin, which sometimes we just want to do the middle finger. But that's when we tell the other twin, like, I want to get something in, even though somehow whenever we're in different places, Brie never sees the two fingers on my chin. But maybe because I think you're itching your chin. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Or, you know, the cue is why we're podcasting when there's something <laughs> here. That means I want to talk. I literally think one time I was just giving her the middle finger like it is. Can I talk? <laughs> um, which I feel like middle fingers would probably actually work better for us. Well, let me just say, because. Oh, I'm my mom, gosh. You, oh, oh, I was going to. Oh. I mean, you didn't even really. I thought you were joking and you weren't even oh joking. My God. And you just said, too, that I said people drink okay. all the time, too. You literally just said, can I just say, because I'm a mom, I, I almost might down my expensive glass. All of right. For don't that. make me lose sleep tonight over my vocabulary. Like that's it's just not it's it beyond vocabulary. That's like punctuation. That's sentences. OK, if you want, Brian, and I will dissect how you speak. Because I would love to do that. Because you say amazing you literally, one million times. You know what? How's Nicole? Amazing. But you know amazing. what? Amazing. It's a beautiful word that, you know, every, it just shines. You literally, not even joking, just said, can I just say? Can I just I'm say? Now I'm going to be thinking about that when I talk. I mean, to we Terry. have to chuck. Gosh, my favorite is I'm amazingly amazing. Oh, that's the best word ever. I'm really excited for today's podcast, because I don't know about all of you, but I have been addicted to watching AGT Extreme. And it's not because Nicole's the judge. It's been really fun. And I can't believe it's coming to an end. It feels like it's gone way too fast. I know. Well, you know, four week run, um, but it's crazy. Yeah, Season finale coming up. I love it. And I'm just 
trained so hard for season two. And I feel like we are. And I always like to say if, when, you know, I always like to throw that positive juice in the universe, but they're my favorite people that I've ever worked with. And I just want to get that opportunity to get to work with all of them again, especially Terry Crews, Simon Cowell, Travis Pastrana, Jason and Sam, who were the producers. They were amazing. I'd say everyone was amazing. All the crew. Yeah. Um, Harvey, like there, we had an incredible group and I just want to be able to do it again because it didn't feel like work. And I looked forward every day going to set. And not only on top of that, I'm working with amazing people Then I'm actually seeing acts that like I love, like, I remember Travis and I specifically having a conversation of like, we are sad that this is going to be the last act we're going to see. It's like, we just wanted it to keep going. It's but just like so entertaining. Right. And what's crazy. I mean, you guys are the number one show every Monday night. I mean, right. you guys beat out everyone. So I don't know how you wouldn't get a season. Two. I know. Right. I feel like the world is saying or America need, is saying we love you. We need extreme. extreme. Well, no, a lot of people. That's the cool thing about America's Got Talent. And our next guest, he'll tell you more about that, is that it's actually loved worldwide. So it's pretty amazing. And I've noticed that from the people that have been doing interactions online on social media, um, that they're from everywhere. And I've noticed that a lot of extreme people are like, if you have season two, I'm coming to audition. Whoa. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's so we need another season. We do because I truly think they will outdo themselves season two. I agree. I think that happens with shows like this. You watch and you're like, this is how we're going to up it. And just knowing Simon Cowell's genius brain and his team that he works with to see them, how they all work on set. I can only imagine how they work when the show's airing and they're actually watching the product. Totally. And before we bring Terry on, because as you guys have heard really in our last couple sentences, yes, Terry Cruz is on our show today, but I have to tell you before we bring him on one thing I remember at Super Bowl that wasn't too long ago is I was really Nicole's plus one to everything. AGT Extreme really took care of us and she'd got to do some fun stuff with Terry Crews on NBC. But his little talk with me, like before he went on, he made me feel so like a part of it all. Like he was like, Brie, Brie. It was like the sweetest thing. And I'm like, wow, I feel like I've known this guy forever. Like we just like hit it off. And I was just like, that's a really good person. Like a really good person. And everyone says it when they meet him. If you bring Terry Crews up to anyone, they will all tell you like, oh my gosh, that's a good human being. Yeah. You get motivated by him, right? Totally. Like he literally, if he ever wants to add to his resume, he can be a motivational speaker. You know, speaking of motivational speaking, he's coming out with his own memoir, which is called Tough, My Journey to True Power. And I didn't realize that Terry went through like, mental health issues and different things like that. But his memoir like dives deep into it. And I think that's really important and important for someone like that who can keep a smile on his face, who's done everything he's done and what he's overcome. And so I think he's such a great role model for that. And he'll help a lot of people. We know what it's like to write a memoir. And so I'm super proud of him and I'm excited to dig into that. Well, I can't wait to pick his brain about that and AGT Extreme. So coming up next, Terry Crews, but first a quick break. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes... The sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. 
I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be a bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation 
for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Yay, Terry. Terry. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, it's good. It's it's, it's extreme day. It's extreme yes, it day. Is. We're so <laughs> excited. I mean, speaking of extreme day, Terry, we have the season finale coming up, which I can't believe it. It's gone by so fast. And I know it was four weeks, but I know I know this story and I want you to tell everyone, but it was you and Simon that thought about AGT extreme, right? Yes. I done one season of champions which was a spinoff. And then I did the first season AGT and then Simon called me into his, you know, his office, you know, <laughs> I, I thought I was in trouble. You mean his I dungeon? Got, yeah. I got, got a feeling like, you know, the principal calls and you're like, oh, you know, oh yeah, I'm bad. You know, the, the cow machine is gigantic. I mean, it's, it's, he owns it all. This is yeah. his baby. You know, he's one of the most successful people in television history. So I get the call like he wants to see you. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> what's going on? So I go in there and I'm just like, yo, what's up? And I'm hoping, you know, he doesn't have an issue or anything I'm doing. He's like, no, no, Terry, I love what you're doing. I love what you're, you're, you're excellent, fabulous. And I'm going, all right. Then he said, I have more ideas. And he said that um, he had an idea about really pushing AGT and taking the AGT franchise somewhere it's never gone. And he was like, these wild, crazy, big, big acts that, you know, we, we usually would do like one a season. Like we'd have to actually go into the street when we would do it at the Civic Center. And so it was always something like, you know, one big thing and then that was it. He was like, let's just have a whole show with all this. And I said, oh my God, I said, you had me at hello. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh my God. Did. I love it. Seeing it so far, which I mean, you were right about it all. Like, I remember you would always tell me like, wait till you see it. You're going to feel like a superhero. It's larger than life. And yes. for me, it has been. How has it been for you watching every week since you're like the veteran here? I love you have to understand. I mean, you know, I love what this is simply because I'm a people person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like the stories behind how people got where they got. You know, I'm from Flint, Michigan. So I'm a kid who is doing way more than I ever thought I would be doing. I've had some people really doubt. They're like, is he really that excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I can't mail it in. There is no fakery. There is no, it's one of those things where I feel the energy of every one of the acts and to be there live, and it's like a show. And this is another thing you gotta understand. I've been 20 years in the entertainment business and I would do a show and I would wait for it to come out. And I'm like, oh, you know, and then I, I would literally do a movie and it would take two or three years for the movie to come out. People are like, so what are you doing? I'm like, I got this. All right, you'll just see it, you know? <laughs> You can't even explain it. It's true. And I always was jealous of people like Howie Mandel. I actually went to Howie's show. I went on a jet. He took me to one of these places. 
where wow. he can pack a room and control that energy mm-hmm. and that packed house. And he can make that house do what he wanted him to do. I actually is jealous of you because yeah. <laughs> the wrestling, the fact that you could get in front of a whole coliseum or stadium and feel that energy, there's no replacing it. And the last time I ever had that was the NFL. Oh, and yeah. the NFL was a long yeah. time ago. So here I am in this thing back. And I'm talking about when I see this, the, how big this show is. I tell you, I, I know I'm long-winded, but I love, love, love what I'm doing. And I want to yeah. do it forever. I love that. You know, I have to say, watching it all back, even Simon's drones, thinking like we all were kind of laughing. That was his golden buzzer, you know, for extreme. But then I was like, damn, I get it. And this is what makes him a genius. And people loved it. And it was even Mateo, I had him in his high chair and I've been wanting to post this, but he was like stopping when he was eating in his high chair and was all of a sudden looking at the drone show and like couldn't look away. Like he was in awe. And then he was like, yay. And I'm like, well, I guess there's something to it. But even seeing your guys again. possible. They didn't even know. Yeah. I have to say, it's going to replace fireworks. Like in I five agree. years, people are going to be like, yeah, we got fireworks, but when y'all going to bring the drones out? They're not going to want those stuff back. It's true. And it's crazy because when you see those drones in person, you get full body chills. And it's cool because you get to see Terry a part of it in the season finale. I'm not going to give it away, but I can't even imagine what you experienced in the finale. I remember Travis and I being so jealous, like, oh my gosh, Terry has the best seat in the house. Oh, how many times you like, man, if my Wi-Fi would work here and they got these 300 drones going up in the sky and I can't even get Wi-Fi. (laughs) When I try to tell people how deep this is, you know, you think it's, you think we're like, no, we're selling it. No, these are the best in the world. It's the best. You don't get better than this. And I'm proud to be that guy. You know what I mean? And let me tell you, Nikki, you are awesome. Oh, give us the dirt on Nikki. (laughs) I could not think of anybody more perfect to host this show than you. I'm just That's really sweet. Absolutely. Like I said, I want more. I want more. Right. I want more more too. And I feel, and I'm sure you feel the same way, Terry, but I feel like people are going to see this and you guys are going to have more crazy people sprout up and be like, Hey, we want to show what we have. I feel like AGT extreme to me has shown me stuff that I didn't think was possible. I was like, how does someone even wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to try this. Yeah. I agree. It's not over. If you thought Terry's golden buzzer, those guys in the finale this Monday, it's, mind-blowing because I was like, what Can't are they going to, how are they going to step it up for the finals? And they step it up. It's pretty mind-blowing. No, that is so insane. cool. And, and what, like, and I think what, just like Brisa, it's really literally going to be people watching at home that'll be like, oh my God, I didn't, now that I know this exists, now that I know what's up, I'm in, you know, and I'm planning. Uh, that's what happened with AGT. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, that, it's, the show's been on almost 16 years. I'm going on 17 Wow. But people over the years have been watching. It's so funny. I get kids, they go on the show like, I grew up watching this. And you're like, wait a minute. You're like 18. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Uh, I'm starting to get told that yeah. with wrestling. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm at that age now. Like you were a baby when you watched, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got all those admirers that are like, oh, yeah. You're the reason I'm here. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, totally. So, Terry, I have to ask, when you saw Nikki suplex a girl... What did you think? Were you just like, uh, 
Is this he allowed? wanted to get in and I had such a crazy adrenaline rush. I missed her. I actually would have started to fight Terry. Oh, no. yeah. That would have been, been great to fight. I, I had to jump in. <laughs> yeah, I got, in, I got in. The jello was really stinky, though. I, yeah. I was, and cold really some flavored something because that yeah. was nasty. It took a while to get that. <laughs> right. Well, Terry, I was thinking that if I like to say if and when there's a season two, I feel like what would be really fun is if you and I like do a tag team, like we take on another tag team. And even if it's like what WWE or contestants, but something on the AGT extreme show, because we can have more fun. But you and I should do something like a mixed tag. You know what? This is this is so crazy. You can make a sport out of everything. Yeah, I would never do this. But I just saw this slap boxing competition thing. Have you seen this? Yes. Hey, what? The Did guy stands together? there, and this guy's just like, and, and this guy got knocked out. In the clip I saw, he got knocked out cold. Now, I thought, Amazing. I said, you can make a sport out of anything, but who would sign up for that? <laughs> right? Like, what is the barrier? You know what I mean? Like, I got I, my mama slapped me a lot, so I'm really prepared yeah. for this skill. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I think we should tag team, maybe not wrestling, but something so quirky. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. that I'm always fun. down for quirky, weird, anything. And if not you guys sloppy, no. Yeah. And I'm if you need that. a manager, yeah. I am. I don't know, Brie. You would have to fight Travis. I mean, one, Travis is literally Terry's biggest fan. How cute was that, Terry? Always on set. He'd always, when he'd find Terry, and he always wanted to know where Terry was but he'd give him all his movie lines. Terry's been in all of Travis's favorite movies. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I wonder if that's a good thing. Cause I was like, <laughs> 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 you look at him and his buddies, you're like, man, maybe I should do some more intelligent affair. I don't yeah. Know. No, you've so done great ones. He loves white chicks. He yeah. loves all that stuff. And again, I do too. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a big Well, and kid. Friday after Such next. Good Friday after next. That's one of my favorite. I go anywhere and they're like, hey, man, that's Damon right there. That's yeah. Damon right there. And you're like, okay, no, no, I have my grandbaby. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what's crazy is I did training day back in oh the day. Oh, my gosh. I love and training. what's wild is that I'm in the big scene with Denzel Washington at the end when he's like, King Kong ain't got nothing on me, right? And I'm one of the gang members of the whole thing. Now, back then, it was great. But right now, I ruined training day for everybody. <laughs> I'm because, like, wait, they're like, that's the dude from White Chicks. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. And, and it's like, it's this big, serious moment that got Denzel his Oscar. And there I am, you know, they're like, hey, man, it's, it's oh the my God, I love right that. there. <laughs> okay. Now I need to go back and watch that. That oh, is incredible. Yeah. It'll blow your mind. You, I have people still to this day, they're like, wait a minute. He wears it. There's not a day that goes by that not like, oh my God, wait a minute. Terry Crews is in training day. I saw it today and it's it messes with my head. <laughs> I could so see that. But then it just shows how talented you are that you can like play these extreme characters. That I, is I, true. I, I but I could see that you have that. Like but even so, just when we did the Nickelodeon thing, like you just you can do it all. You and your son. Oh my gosh. I see oh. Let me tell you. Wow. Listen, listen, thank you for being so sweet to him. Mm. You know, he is 16 years old and he could not stop talking about how nice you were to him Mm. and how amazing you were. And 
He was so blessed. I'm not going to tell anything else about the show. Yeah. <laughs> it was so amazing. We had such a blast. I don't even like golf. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a golfer. I like something much more extreme. You know what I mean? I like to yeah. work out for three hours. Okay. Yeah. But walking, running around on, on a grassy field for nine hours is not my idea of a good time. <laughs> and I had a blast. I mean, what a day. And my and to do it with my son and just thank you. I just got to say, you were hanging with my wife and my son. She's amazing. We had nothing but great things to say about you and how you treated it. It was just, you know, it's special. It's special. You know, come on. It's Hollywood, too. You know, sometimes I've been disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get that. I have somebody for more than five minutes and it's like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I know. (laughs) I think we've all had that. Oh, we have. We have. Uh, That's why sometimes you're like, don't meet your heroes. I met one person and I who I looked up to so much and then I was so disappointed. And it was like, oh, really? But Tara, I told Nicole the same thing about you with me, because when you guys were doing the NBC spot at Super Bowl and I was just the tag along, but you always made me feel included and you were so sweet and like you included me in things. And I told him, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's such a good person. Like, I love him. Totally. I mean, I you guys are together. I mean, come on yeah. now. You guys are stars no. together. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'll be honest. It's like there's Nikki. And then when you both are together, it's like superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> superpowers. You I was like, oh, there they go. There they go. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, know you guys are an entity like big time. So oh. believe you me, when, when I saw you, I was like, oh, my God, she's going to be in the press. She's going to be doing it. I didn't want to bother you because I thought, is that it? Is it proper to bring her in on the press, too? Because we want all the light we can get. You know what right? I mean? No, she loved I it. You that. made her feel so special. You really did. Well, you know, talking about power, um, I had no idea that you wrote a memoir and it's coming out um, called Tough, My Journey to True Power. And Terry, I had no idea that you had a battle with mental health. And I would love for you to talk to us of why you wanted to write this memoir, what it's about, what it means to you. Oh, thank you. Well, first Mm -hmm. of all, um, you have to understand, you know, the definition of tough for most men is the ability to kick everybody's ass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the, the turning point for me, uh, when I was a kid, my father was extremely abusive. And I mean, when I say abusive, my earliest memory was him knocking my mother out. I mean, hitting her in the face and knocking her out cold. Okay. So my whole life, I mean, one of the things people see, oh yeah, you got muscles and it. And I didn't do it to play, to get football or to get, you know, sports or girls. I did it and I would worked out because I thought one day I would have to kill him. Oh, my God. That's just the real deal. I mean, I I lived in fear. It was one of those things. My 18 years in that house was one of, man, you know, a hairpin, you know, trigger, anger, just anything could go wrong. And I just wanted peace. Right. Mm -hmm. But so when I became an adult and I was 30 years old, literally, uh, and he hit my mother again Mm -hmm. and I beat his ass. Wow. But it didn't do anything. See, this was the twist. The twist was horrifying to me that it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like tough. I was tough. I protected my mama. I did all this. Da-da. He's on the ground bleeding. He's, he's hurt. 
I'm standing over him and I'm in tears. Cause I'm like, this ain't supposed to happen. Right. This is not, this, this is not what it is. And I had a crisis. When I say crisis, it was like, I think I got all of this wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what okay. these guys, what, what society and whatever is telling you that this tough stuff is about. I was like, this is not working. You know what I mean? Because the results don't work. They're not like you didn't fix anything. In fact, you just broke everything up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Cause let me tell you people, most guys would rather be feared than loved. Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy because that doesn't do anything but tear people down. And I, I said, and then, let me tell you, and then, and then after that, my wife was like, I'm out. I don't like who you became. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. And I had to rant, revamp my entire life. I mean, my whole existence, everything from what I thought being a man was, but I realized that I didn't get these muscles to tear down they were to build up. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, you know, courage and strength to scare people, but it was to protect people. And I said, my God, I got it all wrong. And, and another thing I thought, and this was so serious because we've been, I, I had been, you know, what they, what they call it. I got all the wrong information and believed it. But I believed that I was more valuable than every woman in my life simply because I was a man. Mm-hmm. Because you treat it like that. You know, you're right. the man, you're the one. Da, 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 da. And so I was above my wife. I wouldn't listen to her because I was like, but you don't know what you're talking about. I'm a man. But that's idiotic. It was stupid. You know what it's like? The phrase I like to say is like, you know, this determining who's going to be the boss of a business by the bench press. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. People be like, uh, but you don't know anything about inventory or no, no, but I got the biggest bitch. So I'm the boss. Right. It means zero. Yeah. Zero. And that hit me because that's the world I was living in. Like, ah. I'm the strong man. I go, I did, but I, but my wife is that, but that was dumb. <laughs> you know, no, no, you can't say that because I'm the man. See, she's like, all right, bye. And I said, something is wrong. And I had to revamp my whole life. I went back, I went into therapy. I had never gone in, but my culture was a thing where if you ever went to therapy, you are crazy and you can't cure crazy. That was Mm -hmm. the whole thing. So for me, I just delved into equality. Actually, and see, and what I realized is that that erroneous thinking actually made me half a man. But if you realize that everyone is equal, that everyone is on the same level, you become a full person. Yeah. You see what I mean? So I, now it's true. weird. The thing oh. I was looking for, it's almost like drinking salt water in the middle of the ocean. You, you want to quench your thirst, but just, but you are killing yourself at the same yeah. time. And I had to realize, wait, I had to get that good stuff in me, the good, you know, fresh water, fresh, real truth. And man, let me tell you something, it changed everything. And I had to write this simply because, you know, one thing that men don't do, we don't talk. Mm-hmm. We don't talk to each other. One thing, I, I was always jealous of my wife because she could call a friend and talk about her feelings, talk about what she's going through. And I would call my boy up, hey, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> how you doing? Good. All right, man, I'll talk to you later. 
right? It's so but true. nobody's sharing. Like nobody's no. telling anybody anything. And I realized I'm not going to do that. I said, Terry, you got to tell your story. And if it helps people, then that's what it's going to do. But you got to tell it. You got to tell it all. And it, and it got real. And let me tell you, it gets real vulnerable. It gets real into all the dirt. Mm-hmm. But I had to tell it. And let me tell you, by telling it, even by writing this book, it frees you of its power. It just frees you. And I'm telling you, I feel, like I said, when I say true power, it, it, it's tr- it, I mean it. Like yeah. now I have control over all that craziness, all that. Because when you know you're on the right path, it's like, man, it, it's like blessings stuff on blessings, stack on blessings. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, so it's, it's that kind of book. And it gets real and it gets raw and I don't have, I don't hold back. And I talk about everything and ev- especially over the last two years. And um, it, it gets pretty intense. And, and I love the fact that I, I can do that. It, it's crazy when you tell your truth and walk in your truth, but you can share that. And Brie and I have done it. How incredibly powerful it really is. And freeing. Like when you said freeing, I remember like I've done therapy. I was in therapy for many years. And when I wrote my memoir and sat there with Brie and a ghostwriter, and it was like more than therapy because I was crying. And then I would have to stop for a few days because it was just too painful to go through childhood stuff. But it was weird because the more I wrote and then finally when it went out, it was like, I felt so free. Like I just released it. It was out of my soul and all that pain that I held onto. It was just gone. And, you know, there are times that, you know, you can feel that, but when, when you say freeing and powerful, like I remember that feeling of feeling it and there's nothing better than like knowing your truth and letting it out. Right. I agree. And it is crazy how men don't express themselves as much as women. Cause like my husband actually always says, you're so lucky you have your sister to just vent to. You're right. Women, we don't care. We do like say it in front of everyone what's going on. And like, you know, we might not always say good. We're like, no, let me tell you how the morning went. And uh, my husband's like, I have no one to do that to. And I always hate having to do it to you, but I'm like, no, I'm your wife. Do it to me. But it, you know, that, that was actually, when you said that, I was kind of like, whoa, all men probably feel that way. Oh yeah. And, And you know, and this is where I realized that this is where, this is kind of my calling. Yep. You know what I mean? It became my calling. You know, when I, when I came forward, about, you know, my sexual assault um, mm-hmm. through the agent. And, you know, come on, I'm in the, I'm from the NFL, uh, you know, the Hollywood and, you know, man's man's world and all that hoopla and even hip hop. I mean, people were like, hell no, man, no, no. And I was like, no, yeah, that happened to me. Yeah. And, you know, but the thing is, I had already been through all that therapy. I'd already realized that I had power. I didn't have, I had already went through beating up my dad and realizing it didn't work. Yeah. Right. So how much more beating up this agent wouldn't work? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the way to go. Right. And, but, and, and it's funny because I talked to Miss Amanda Wynn, and she's the woman who heads this organization called rise which is all about the sexual assault survivors bill of rights and she's getting it passed in almost every state in the country and she actually just became time woman of the year which i'm proud of her uh but i was talking to amanda and she was like terry 
you know, the, the big thing you have to understand is you have to own your story. Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Like, you know, she didn't know she was being super deep, but that's deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, think about your story. And then listen, most of my life, I never owned my story. It was somebody else's thing to tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it was someone else's version of what happened to me, but yeah. I never told it. And I said, man, she said, Terry, you have to own your story. I always tell survivors, own your story. And I went, dude, I've taken yeah. that. I'm taking that. I'm owning it. I'm, and that's even why in the, it's in the book and mm. we just get into it. But by owning your story, you take it. And now you yeah. can tell it, hey, the bad parts or whatever. Okay, go sit down. Yeah. You know what I mean? The good parts of your story. Okay, you come to the front. Yeah. You know I feel I, like, yeah. <sighs> Totally. Like when you own it, it's like you take yourself out of being a victim and then you're survivor, you know? And I think it's so important in your book, because when you look at men like you, like you said, the perception is always like they're tough. They have it all like they don't hurt. We can treat them. However, they're just they're the tough guys. And it's like, no, they go through things, too. And they go through things that are inappropriate, that are tough, that are hard. And they have to figure out a way to overcome that. And you know, even when you say about your husband and, and whatever it is. So I think someone, because so many men and boys look up to you and even women, but I, I think of the men that really need that voice of someone like you. I mean, when I would see Travis's eyes sparkle, like those, <laughs> those, all of those people need someone like you to tell your story. So they know that whatever they're hiding inside, right. now they can own it and overcome it. And I'm so proud of you, Terry, for doing that. Oh, well, you constantly changing the world. You are. Thank you. Well, you know, again, I I, I like to say I'm an accidental activist. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's it's all an accident. Like, whoops. That actually, that's really great. I love that. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) There I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You know what I mean? It's like I got pushed out there. You're like, whoa, hey. But, but actually, when, let me tell you, when all the feedback came, because mm-hmm. people came out of the woodwork and everyone was just all the support, all the, and so many men, wait, not only men, m- superstar men. And I mean, oh, big yeah. time dudes that were like, Hey man, that happened to me. Oh. That happened to me. Listen, there was a guy, you know, um, Iowa was one of the top male wrestling colleges in the country. You know, and there were a whole bunch of those those Iowa wrestlers that were molested by a team doctor. Wow. I had them coming to me like, man, hey, that's me, man. Wow. That gives me. If you had never said anything, I was going to my grave with that. But now, oh, my God, he said, I feel like now I can talk about it for the first time. I love that. I knew I said, this is my calling um and this is the way i'm going to be and i love being in this place like mm-hmm. you know anybody that would say ah oh, man whatever you know you're not worth my time you i wouldn't be hanging with them anyway <laughs> you yeah, know what right I mean? well exactly. i have to say terry if i had a golden buzzer boom, boom. i'd be doing it for your book three <laughs> that was good was that good that but it's good. true because stories like yours are my favorite types of reads and so i'm excited our listeners you guys can get his book april 26 tough my journey to true power when people like you can open up and like you said, own your story, it's going to change so many people. And it's pretty cool. It must be cool to just 
no, you're going to do that. You're going to really help out a lot of people. I love it. I mean, and you know what? What's even better is that I love hearing everyone else's story. Because the thing is, you are the only one who has it. Yeah. Like no one has your upbringing. No one has where you come from. No one has what your experience is. And this is why it's so important, you know, and and now where, you know, when you look at most of media and so social media and the real media is all about dividing to make money. Yeah. Whereas what we need is to listen. Everybody just needs to sit and listen. I mean, it's like, man, if somebody tells you that one thing that could change your life for the better, but you can't listen to it. And it's so hard. And that's where I want to be that voice of nuance. Mm. And there's going to be some people who don't like it, but that's okay too. That's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's all good. That's yeah. That's part of this world. And we went through that and you know, all what matters is how you feel about it. More with Terry Cruz next. Don't go anywhere. Terry, before we end our podcast, we always, even though I feel like you've given us so much inspiration, affirmation, but we always like to end with that. Is there a favorite quote you live by or are there a few words that you would like people to live by? Wow. My favorite quote is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. I have this up in my gym and it says, God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. And I go, woo. And what that means literally is like, your mom had to have courage to have you. You know what I mean? Like cowardice, nothing good in this earth ever gets done unless you have courage, unless you face it and do it. He will not have his work made manifest by cowards. So it's like, if you want that uneasy feeling, that feeling of fear, whatever, because what courage is, is being afraid and doing it anyway. Yeah. And so there's so many things that I'm like, no, I'm so scared. And it's like, hey, man, just go. Yeah. Just show up. Yes. Just go. And all of a sudden, magic happens. Beautiful things happen. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I did the golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, know I mean? you turn around and you're like, oh, my God, this was a great experience. Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> how many times have you been like, I don't know. Uh, it's so I, true. I will say a lot. And it's always those moments where I'm like, wow, I'm actually happy I did it. Totally. Yeah. Those are the best. That's actually, I want to write that quote down and keep that. Yeah, that's a powerful quote. That gave me quote. like full body chills. That is powerful. It is. Well, Terry, this was such a treat. And oh. I cannot wait to tune in to AGT Extreme. Um, I'm so excited. And I'm so excited to read your book as well. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank oh, you, thank guys. you. I'm it honored. always means I'm so honored. much. Look at that. I, I get to be in the presence of the Bella sisters. Oh, well, no, we you feel guys, are, you get your legends, your legends. So many people look up to you and admire mm-hmm. you and just thank you for being who you guys are. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, you, Terry. That means a lot. Yes, so much. Oh my gosh, that was such a special episode. Thank you all for tuning in. I just love Terry Cruz. I do too. He's amazing. So amazing. So everyone stay tuned for next week. It's going to be just a Bella Twins takeover. And I will learn some more words. Bree's going to learn more phrases. And I think I kind of want to debate you on something next week. So tune in everyone because we know you'll be Team Nikki. <laughs> <laughs>